Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. Today is Friday, February 15th, 2019, and the time I have with you today, I will be talking about socialism and its new vehicle, the Green New Deal. Socialism is an economic system whereby the government owns the means of production and eliminates private property in most cases, rather than a company having stockholders with a board of directors who answer to them. It has the government with its central planning mechanism directing what is produced and what is not. More importantly, government bureaucracy directs where that produced material will go. The objective is virtually impossible to make sustainable over time without disastrous results for the entire society. Why would anyone think that some central planning mechanism could somehow determine how much paint, lumber, concrete, steel, etc. is needed in each state, each county, and each town in America has been tried in many places in the world for many years. It's always appealing to leftists the world over. It's destroyed nation after nation, wherever people allow themselves to be seduced by its false promises. In reality, socialism is just a form of slavery as it is pure democracy. That's why this country was founded as a constitutional republic. Socialism tells us that it's always acting for the common good, not for the good of greedy capitalists, but in a multicultural society such as this one. The common good is very difficult to ascertain if it exists at all. There is no common universal good to work for. In multicultural societies, only a multitude of diverse groups all working to achieve power and dominance over the others. Would-be socialists usually need allies in their struggle to gain power and dominance. In the case of today's American socialists, they ally with big media to aid their efforts, cover their misdeeds and their mistakes, and deny critical information to their victims. Pure democracy is pure majority rule. It sounds so noble, so grand to say we don't need the Electoral College anymore because we're now sophisticated enough at this point in history to simply vote and let the majority prevail. People who put forward that majority rule argument are usually associated with groups who think they are or soon will be in the majority. Socialists usually demand majority rule over individual rights as soon as they have or think they have a majority, so they are constantly proselytizing to gain larger numbers. We sometimes forget that individual rights are important and, in fact, are most important to a free people. I remind people from time to time that a lynch mob is a majority, has only one dissenting vote. The law prevails and protects individuals from abuse by the majority, at least that's what the law is supposed to do. And when properly respected, that's what it does. The slavery aspect of socialism manifests itself when a group of benevolent socialists gains control of the political and economic systems and disposes of individual rights once individual rights are no longer respected. There's nothing to prevent all the benevolent socialists from robbing you and stealing your labor, thus you become their slave. In other words, the fruits of your labor are taken from you by force for the common good as they define it. When our new socialists who are in our scenario have power, 
decide to levy confiscatory taxes, say they propose to tax certain incomes at 70% or even higher, many people think that's great because it doesn't include them. And they seem to have no problem with enslaving and robbing others at gunpoint. That is just class envy and greed coupled with ignorance of how the income tax started originally and expanded continually over the next 100 years. They don't seem to understand or care that just as with the income tax, the threshold limits will go up with the need for more and more money. The idea that we are preserving a system of individual rights and private property that is vital in the world today also seems lost on them. Along with the new out in the open drive for socialism, in the U.S. Congress we now have our newest socialist proponent and member of Congress from the Bronx, New York, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, or as she is known by her 2.8 million Twitter followers, AOC, for the sake of brevity. I will join her followers for today and refer to her as AOC. She is 29 years old and has apparently never accomplished much of anything in her life except being a bartender before she was elected to the United States Congress, her district. Is 70% non-white. She used that demographic to her advantage in campaigning door-to-door to show her face and let people know that she believes, as they do, that this is no longer a country for old white men. She comes across in interviews and speeches as ignorant to the extreme, but she's smart enough to get herself elected to Congress and become a national voice all within a few days, so... She must be reckoned with once seated in Congress. As promised, she put together and filed her Green New Deal. I've read it, and my opinion of it is what it is something that if your high school freshman daughter brought it home from her freshman literature class with a C-, minus, you would probably be concerned that she was not as smart as you thought she was. The document is just a utopian wish list of simplistic, Socialist benevolence to save the planet along with a lot of left-wing racial identity politics from AOC's mind of impossible nonsense, all coupled to a demand for authority to legally steal and loot the property of others. Many prominent Democrats who happen to be announced presidential candidates have endorsed it, admittedly, before reading it, including Senator Cory Booker, Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders, Senator Sanders, was an original co-sponsor and is perhaps the nation's best-known socialist. You might remember Senator Sanders, his famous lament about waste by saying his store had 25 different kinds of deodorants on the shelves, I suppose. The implication is that with socialized planning, there would only be one or two kinds of deodorant, Senator Sanders doesn't tell us, though, that socialism, even if he and his all-knowing benevolence did allow us to have one variety of deodorant, we would have to stand in line for two days to buy it. He also doesn't tell us that he has enough bathrooms in the three homes he owns to shelve all 25 cans he saw on the shelf. The grandiose hypocrisy of people like Sanders is just a cover for a raw grab for power over as many people as possible. Nancy Pelosi did not endorse the Green New Deal, which tells me that she is far smarter 
than I have given her credit for in the past. She simply smiled, symbolically patted AOC on the head and said something like, nobody knows what it is, but they're all for it, right? The Green New Deal is only 14 pages long, at least on my printer. It's supposedly about saving the environment, saving the planet, but along with it, we get a wish list or demand list of leftist politics, in fact. Left-wing politics are progressivism, as they like to say, is the priority in the document rather than the environment. It alleges that identity politics is related to climate change. Quote, a large racial divide amounting to a difference of 20 times more wealth between the average white family and the average black family and a gender earnings gap that results in women earning 80% as much as men at the median, end quote. Now, going on further, quote, it is the duty of the government to promote justice and equity by stopping current, preventing future, and repairing historic oppression of indigenous communities, communities of color, migrant communities, deindustrialized communities, Depopulated rural communities, the poor, low-income workers, the elderly, the unhoused people with disabilities and youth, end quote. Wow. Boy, that's just about everybody in this country. I guess we're all suffering from historic and or current oppression. So theft of our labor and our assets is the answer. The goal, our demand is just old wealth redistributionist jargon or the legal right to steal, but most importantly, Redistribution of poverty. Spread it around to all of us. Let's look at some of the goals of the Green New Deal that actually have something to do with the environment. Please keep in mind, folks, these are just a few of the goals of the Green New Deal. They must all be accomplished within 10 years. That's the life cycle of this plan. Goal number one, quote, upgrade or replace every building in the United States for state-of-the-art energy efficiency, end quote. Yes, that's, that's right. She wants to replace or upgrade all 5 million commercial buildings and all 127 million residential buildings in the U.S. within 10 years. If such a thing were even possible, it would cost trillions of dollars and take many decades. Number two, quote, totally overhaul transportation by massively expanding electric vehicle manufacturing, build charging stations everywhere. Yes, she said everywhere. Build charging stations everywhere, right in a congressional document. Build out high-speed rail at a scale where air travel stops becoming necessary. Create affordable public transit available to all with the goal to replace every combustion engine vehicle, end quote. Well, there goes that Paris vacation next year. It's all gone until we get that ocean railway built. Goal number three, quote, a job with a family-sustaining wage, family and medical leave, and retirement security for every American, end quote. What about those too lazy to work there, AOC? Well, don't you worry about that, folks. She's got that covered. Economic security for all, even the lazy who refuse to work. Number four, Quote, plant lots of trees, end quote, plant lots of trees. Yes, that's what she said, folks. Plant lots of trees is an actual sentence from this congressional document, vague and basically worthless, but perhaps achievable. Number five, goal number five, you might not believe this, 
that the phrase farting cows actually appears in the document as well. The actual words are, quote, we set a goal to get to net zero rather than zero emissions in 10 years because we aren't sure that we able, will be able to fully get rid of farting cows in airplanes that fast, end quote. There goes our steaks, folks, the milk for our cereal. What will our children drink? I guess all mothers can breastfeed their babies. Seriously, folks, this is what happens when you actually turn an assignment, like saving the planet over to someone who couldn't make a C on a high school freshman essay. There are many other items in the Green New Deal that are almost as silly, very short on methods of funding, such as free health care for all, free education for all. But I will only make you listen to the five I have listed if enacted this program of Save the Planet Benevolence would lead to absolute poverty for the nation as a whole. It would cause massive inflation, shortages, bank runs, long lines for ration commodities, among other consequences, all bad. In conclusion, when and where along the road this republic has traveled for roughly 240 years, did so much of its population become so economically illiterate? We should care about theft and about the precedent of allowing the government to steal more than it already does, and we should be aware of the effect on all of us, not just on a few rich people, even if we as a people I've reached this state of immorality. It won't work except to create a disaster. AOC wants a 70% tax on income over $10 million, as I've said. All this would be precedent-setting. Income-destroying would lead to more money for the road bandits known as government agents. Money and people travel to where they are treated best by nations and by corporate structures within those nations. There are trade-offs in this economic world, and if you start stealing and calling it legal, then moral, moral, morally it is nevertheless stealing, and the trade-off is freedom and prosperity. Finally, folks, the Green New Deal is not a serious document. It's really quite silly, but it does give us insight into today's thinking with this morally-based theft. As long as it's by majority vote, that thinking seems to be that we can have anything, no matter how expensive, if the Federal Reserve just extends enough credit. That thinking is very wrong, will lead to disaster. The only question is, if this even gets a serious hearing, how soon will the disaster arrive? The debate on the Senate floor already scheduled by Mitch McConnell should be epic. If it happens, AOC says it's going to happen. She insists on a full vote. When your enemy is destroying himself, don't interfere. I think that was Winston Churchill quoting Sun Tzu. At least that's the way I see it, folks. Until next time, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.